I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe. You're an idiot. And really, a disloyal person. This is the Cuse Militia. Those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Wednesday. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe at Cuse Militia on the socials. Go there, join the militia, rate, review, subscribe, especially if you listen on Apple iTunes podcast. We appreciate that and all those who have done so already. The Orange answer a 20-point loss with a 26-point win over Miami, improving to 8-4 and four and 2-3 and three in the ACC. You'll hear from us. We'll hear from you and fan feedback. And Syracuse will face another ranked opponent. 16th-ranked Virginia Tech comes into the Hollow Dome this Saturday at noon. Uh, by the way, Syracuse moved up in Ken Palm to 46 and up to 48 in the net after the dominating win over Miami. So... Ask you, Joe, sucking us back in like they do, like they do, mm-hmm. just dangling the carrot in front of our face, and then, uh, you know, don't try to grab it. That's the only thing. So we'll see if they can continue. We'll see what they can what they can muster up. Got two ranked opponents coming up next. Um, thanks everybody for hitting us up on the on the Facebook Live. That was a lot of fun. It was two hours of fun clownery. Yeah. In shenanigans. So yeah, we appreciate everybody showing up. Joe, finally. Absolutely. No show Joe was finally show Joe. Faux show. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm glad you crack yourself up, buddy. I mean, I do. I crack myself up. All right. Let's get after it. Let's listen to what Coach had to say after the dominating win over Miami. Um, you know, obviously we made some shots tonight. Joe got going early. Uh, Kadari coming in and Jesse coming in. Kadari made two steals right away and got the ball to Joe. He made two big shots to get us. You know, it was 11 to two. After that, it was like 50 to 20, something like that. But Kadari made the defensive plays, and then you know, with Marek getting in foul trouble, Jesse was m- monstrous for us. He did a great job in the middle. Um, you know, he still got a long way to go, but he rebounded it. Was a presence out there. But, uh, you know, he, he was big. But Joe was uh, really good. And then Buddy got going at the end of the half and kept it going. 
And, uh, you know, Q's been steady all year. I thought he made some good passes tonight out of the trouble when, when they came to get him. Well, Allen's been working him really hard extra to get his conditioning up. When you don't play, it's hard. You lose some of that conditioning. But uh, Allen's been really working with him and doing extra work, getting him up and down the court. And I think it showed. I think he got up and down better. Um, again, you know, he's a really young player. He's, getting, he's got a good frame. He's got good legs, lower body strength. We've got to continue to work in the weight room. He's got to get stronger. But he has a good feel for the game. He can catch the ball and make shots. Uh, but he's, you know, we just got to, he's, he's just got to keep working hard. It's, uh, I think he has uh, potential, though, to, to get a lot better. I think Buddy's just starting to get his rhythm back a little bit from all the time out and being, having the, COVID, the whole thing. He's, you know, I think he's getting it back. Uh, both Joe and, and Buddy were out with it. So they were out. They were sick and they were out. So that takes, people forget. Everybody knows this happens and knows that they were, but then they expect them to come back and play like nothing ever happened. And it, it just doesn't work that way. The reason Allen was out for so long is he's stopping the ball and he's dribbling and shooting step backs. And uh, we need more movement on offense. That's what's good for our team. And when we move the ball and move people, we end up getting better shots. And that's what we have to do to be successful. It's positioning, too. I mean, you know, he didn't play that many minutes and he had four fouls. I mean, he's going to commit fouls because he, he still isn't moving. You know, he's got to learn positioning and movement and stuff like that. But again, he gives us another weapon in there. Um, you know, Brahma has not practiced. I don't expect him to practice, but maybe he will be able to at some point, but right now he can't, and uh, so we'll, we'll go with what we have now. All right, the coach montage is brought to us by Bet Online, betonline.net. Now, look, we've still got two, three football games, NFL games to get to. We can go and bet on those. We got the NBA, we've got hockey, and coming up, we've got NASCAR. Yes, you can bet on NASCAR. NASCAR is coming back in February. Super excited about it. Can't wait. So, look online they're going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season from game spreads and totals to team player and coach and props bet online gives you more options to wager than any other place online so head over to bet online today use the promo code armchair to take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses bet online your online sportsbook experts thank you bet online all right the good, the bad, the ugly, of course, the good. First of all, we won. It was another early must-win, in my opinion, and we did it comfortably. Bowen, Buddy and Joe uh, turned it on after combining for 4 for 16 and 0 for 11 from distance and 14 points against Pitt. One game later, they went 17 for 31, a combined 46 points, and that's the kind of backcourt production we're going to need going forward. Kadari... Um, <laughs> Just the difference maker early in this one as mm. Syracuse went down 11 to 2. Kadari's got the ability to quickly change tempo and momentum. Came in early, grabbing two 
great, uh, two steals, totaled eight assists, five steals, and seven points. And how about Jesse Edwards? Early foul trouble for Mark. Let Edwards come in and play some center, finally giving him a little bit longer leash and allowed to play through some of his mistakes. We've talked about how important that is instead of getting yanked in previous seasons for other players. Seven points and six rebounds. I'm looking for more of this lineup maybe a little bit as we continue without Sadibi. Syracuse plus one on the glass. That's all good. The bad Dole. 0 for 1. Never got to the line. Put a big old goose egg on the stat sheet. Griffin, 1 for 5 from distance. 2 for 8 from the field with only 5 points. The ugly, I'm happy to say there was nothing notably ugly from the orange. I think that's worth mentioning. Uh, But there was for Miami. Isaiah Wong, 3 for 12 from 3, looking like Bricky McBrickface out there. Miami was 4 for 25 overall from distance. A sorry 16%. So, Joe... It was a fun win. It was a much-needed win. Mm-hmm. I think we found something, or was it an anomaly, just part of some of the inconsistency we've seen this year with getting some good play and then you know, turning around the next game and getting some bad play? Now, I know we got two ranked opponents coming up, and things aren't going to come as easy as they did against Miami, but right. you know, it was promising. Yeah. Uh, again, you never know with Miami because they came off a great win against Louisville, and then they... Welcome back, Timberlake and Mcgusty, who both played over 20 minutes, and they haven't played for a little while. So you never know if that really messed with it. But I think those guys played pretty good off the bench. Uh, realistically, uh, the the problems that Miami had coming into the game that we talked about, the fact of them not being great at guarding the three-point uh, shot on defense or making them on offense, uh, and the turnovers – and the free throws, uh, I think you just saw all of that, right? I mean, they shot 16% from three, 69% from free throw. They had 17 turnovers, uh, and we shot uh, 40% from the three-point line. So everything that they don't really do well, they didn't. They continued <laughs> to not do well. <laughs> yes, and again, one of their strengths was guarding the uh, – the two point, you know, basket, you know, the shots within the arc. And that's one of the things that I think I'm taking away from this, other than the fact of, you know, Bayheim and being able to, to switch up some of the lineups and, and be able to take people out when, when need be. I think he made some, some good decisions. Uh, but the fact that they're second in the ACC against guarding two point shots within the arc and we shot 52.5%. 61% um, from two, according to Kempom. Oh, okay. I see that. So they're adding the other. So they're adding the three-point shots. So yeah. So realistically, when you look at it, I mean, Gerard shot over 50%. Beheim shot over 50%. Kadari Richmond 50%. Richmond 50%. Jesse Edwards shot 50%, two for four, with uh, three of four from the free throw line. And then you have Quincy Garrier, who he shot. Uh, you take away the three-point shots, he, he shot – eight and nine in the twos. I mean, you look at Quincy, this is a guy that's, he can score against anybody down there. Yeah. So the way that we scored inside the arc is what made me, uh, really just kind of optimistic about the the season and the fact that Jesse Edwards came in and played the minutes that he did, because obviously you saw that length. Um, they had the rebounds, the rebounding edge. And when we played the big lineup down low of, uh, Edwards, Doljai, and Guerrier, you saw the uh, the rebounds start to, you know, plateau. And uh, we actually ended up 
plus out one. rebounding than that one, right? So, yeah. um, just being able to see these these guys come in different lineups and 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 play good, uh, I thought it was positive. And again, Richmond. I mean, what can you say? I mean, eight the assists, dude, five steals, doing all the little things. The dude comes in immediately, changes the 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 feel of the game, the momentum, the tempo, everything. Just boom. Yeah. Just, I mean, he's the player of the game to me. I know. They, I think we talked about it. Anybody that listens to the to the to the to live, us, yeah, on Facebook, yeah, to the live. Um, I know that there was guys that scored more points, and Joe you know, had a great stuff. game. Yeah, right. Yeah, they shot great, but. We were getting kind of it was eleven to two handled, yeah, handled. It's eleven to two. There was there were some fast break points in there. We weren't hitting anything, and you know, Kadari come in make a big difference. I was pleasantly surprised by Jesse Edwards, and like I said, Coach letting him play through any kind of issues that he that he might have that he might have had. You know, he's a little soft on the grip. You know. We talked about that, and we used to talk about that with like Chuku, right? We don't want him to bring the ball up, right? And right, and you know he's kind of weak there, but you know he'll learn that. And like I think Coach said, I don't know if it was in the montage, but you know we need to get him in the weight room and get him stronger, and no. you know all of those things. He's a young kid. He's got the he's got a great frame. We mentioned that during the recruiting, and you know there's just going to be a time where. All of the, all of those types of things, just you know, that's a time. Those those things just take time, and everything else. The more minutes he gets, the more experience he gets. Jesse Edwards, yeah. as long as Sadibi's out, it's going to click. We need him to play, in yeah. my opinion. We need him yeah. to play. Yeah, and like we, then like we talked about, uh, he played last year, so it's only a matter of time before he can get up to speed and get a little bit of trust. And I think obviously. Dolzhai getting those early fouls, some of them are ticky tack, whatever, but uh, might have been a blessing in disguise because. It looks to me like Jesse Edwards is kind of just more of a confidence thing. Of course, he's got his, you know, weaknesses, so to speak. But uh, a game like this, you can get confidence and then you can kind of hit the ground running. Uh, it took a game like this for Barama last year to to kind of take it and run with it. So and it's not like we didn't give the starters chances. Uh, I mean, it was 11 to 2, seven minutes in. Yeah. And again, I think that's kind of another thing about our offense. We scored 83 points. We only scored two points the first seven minutes. Yeah, and that's, that's so it's a lot of points for right. another. That's a lot of minutes, right? So 33 I'm, minutes when you right. So when we move the ball and we take good shots, you can see what can happen and uh, take advantage of the uh, the matchups. And overall, obviously, great win and definitely pushes the uh, optimis- optimism of this team up. So, Yep, ca- cautiously optimistic, as we like to say here. You know, uh, we, we got some stiff competition that just we're going to be game. facing. It's just one game. Want to see that consistency. But now it's time to hear from you. It's time to hear from you. The Loud Mouths from the Loud House. All right, you all know what to do at the end of every game. I ask you for your thoughts on the game. Go there. Leave them. We'll read some of them. Some of them we'll choose by random. Maybe we'll share them on here. You never know. But we're looking for good stuff. We're looking for good stuff. Some prophecy. Here you go. Jonathan, top fan on Facebook with some prophecy. 
This is what I said after last game in the comments, and I think Coach must have read this and thought it was a great idea. I'm surprised he didn't think of it sooner. I th this is what he said. I think, quote, I think they have to switch up the entire game plan. Play Edwards at center and move Mark. You have to change. You can't keep doing the same thing over and over again. That's the definition of insanity, isn't it? Keep doing the same thing over and over again and expect to get different results. So, Jonathan says that in the last game, and here he comes. So, you know, maybe Coach does listen and get on the Facebook page. You never know. Who knows? Gary, on Facebook, if Kadari doesn't get more time, he should transfer. I've never seen a better player benched more. Joe. Mm. Now, there's been rumblings of this, and I mean, he I played think... played half. Yeah, he played... Well, how many minutes did he get? 20 minutes? 23 minutes? No, I'm sorry. 20, 20 minutes. Exactly 20 minutes. And... You know, I don't look for him to start. I mean, well, I mean, I don't know, man. So if you get Jesse, no, no, he's not going to start. I don't think. We'll see. But, no. but no, he's not. But you, you, you get him in there when you can get him in there, and you, you know he's a difference maker. I think his minutes come with success. Just like everybody's. I mean, I'm not telling you guys anything you don't know. But you do worry about a talent like that transferring. Gosh, I hope. That's not the case. No, no I think yeah. that's just You're getting... that's just fans. That's fans being a little dramatic. I don't know. It's yeah, and I think again, if he plays like that, and you have Joe, you have the option of Joe and Buddy right. and switching off and having them come in as two guards or even put Buddy down there uh, at the wing like they did. Uh, it was just again, it was refreshing to see him kind of play with matchups or sorry lineups and you know, take chances instead of just kind of status quo. I don't really care who he starts. He's going to start who probably has been starting, but until Sadiba comes back anyway. But it's it's not about who starts. It's about the subs, getting people out when you need to. I mean, Griffin just scored 28 points the game before, and we got blown out by Pittsburgh, came back this game and played 16 minutes. And scored five points. And he wasn't points. in foul trouble. Right. Yeah. So, and that's okay. Because we have that kind of depth and we have that kind of scoring depth. That's where I keep alluding to. And you saw the, the defensive effort this time, too. Uh, keep alluding to the fact that Jim's got to get back to the, you know, you play defense, you get benched. And I'm sorry, but a big guy, even Jesse Edwards, with some confidence down there. And then having the 6'9", Gary A, 6'10", Doljai in the back line. I mean, again, you saw what you saw the difference in rebounding. And that's yeah. been the difference in our games that we've lost in the ACC. So Yeah, absolutely. Plus one on the boards, and you got Jesse had six rebounds, which is phenomenal. And, you know, you talk about – we talked about last night during the game about how much more depth you add when you just stick in one more guy. You pull Jesse Edwards in, and all of a sudden, you, you have a number of combinations <laughs> to play with. For for almost any oh, situation, yeah. you talk about depth. It's the same it just thing we've been talking about if Sadibi played. Yeah, absolutely, which we haven't gotten to see yet. So, I mean, with any luck, 
you know, we'll see going forward. Uh, Michael on Facebook, not sure what I was watching the first few minutes, but it was great to see Coach finally playing with the lineup more in this one. Richardson, uh, Richardson, he put Richardson. I think he means, obviously, uh, Richmond, Richmond on point. Look look to free up JG3 and allow him to get uh, his groove back. Nice to see Buddy and Mark drop back to the wings. Edwards looked very improved on defense. Still don't think he should ever touch the ball on offense. Keep it going mm. orange. Well, like we said, you know, like we said, he's got to get stronger. He's got to get stronger. Keep the ball he, he, higher. Yeah, he's got to be the ball exactly. down low. And yeah, you don't want it down low. You don't want to have to be bringing it up like a basket of fruit. You got to just keep it, keep it up and keep <laughs> yep. it up and put it up. Um, yeah. But to his point on, as I was reading this, Path I thought of, of something. Resistance. Yes. Um, oh, Joe was phenomenal, and he, you know, getting Joe off of the point. I mean, Joe, you've mentioned this, and there's more comments about it, but it seems to be his best feel, you know. Yeah, we've been talking about this for a little while. Yeah, it seems to be his best trying, feel. He's out of position. He yeah. had to do what he had to do last year. And basically, I mean, I think this is kind of – this looks like the plan to me. we got to get Kadari ready so that he can play legit minutes. And he's got to play Buddy and, and Joe back and forth. And against small teams, uh, maybe you can get away with – throwing Buddy at the wing and, and getting them both in there. But we have enough offense. We have to run our offense through Quincy, and we have to be able to – I mean, we have guys that can make open shots from the three-point line. So that's what we have to do. And obviously, Kadari's he's the guy. It's just more or less consistency and learning, and uh, I just I just hope that we get there. And the other thing, the other thing that I was thinking while I was reading this was when you when we we were talking about putting people in their position, and Michael mentions it here. You know, you got you got Dolzhai back to his his position, and right. and he's uh, he's kind of you know he didn't have a great game. So you know, you, I mean, maybe you can chalk that up to um, playing out of position for so long. No, but he does. Yeah, but he does the little things. He does right? the little I mean, things, he but he didn't do, do a whole lot last night, though. Well, no. I mean, he still played a decent amount of minutes, but I think when you go back and look at it, he played the wing way, way better than a buddy or or, uh, or Griffin does. But and he only took again, one shot too. You know, he, he, he. I don't. I don't worry about the shots. Though. I understand. I'm, I'm, that. I'm just thinking about the fact that okay, he did, he had zero points. I get it. He didn't have a lot of rebounds, but what did he do defensively when he was actually on the wing out there? And we had a seven foot Jesse Edwards with his wingspan, plus a Gary a over on the other side, like that right there, that's tough. And again, like I said, that's why we won the rebounding battle. And I, I the way that our team is lined up and the way that we play, if we win the rebounding battle, I'm pretty confident that we're going to win the game. Yeah. I mean, y- yeah, you saw what we did against North Carolina. We, I mean, the game was still close. We got crushed. On the boards. So, Joe P, top fan on Facebook. Great game. Again. Yes. Yes. Great game. Love to see Edwards step up big time. Hopefully earn him some more minutes to get some more depth up front. Would also love to see Kadari, Buddy, JG3 split more minutes. Uh, Keep Gerard off the ball a little more. Keep it moving forward. Go Orange. Yep. I mean, look, I think we're going to see more and more of that. You, you saw Coach. We talked about in the last show about people maybe being a little upset with uh, Coach playing Buddy too much. And we saw Buddy get yanked pretty quickly. So, I mean, he was the one that got the old hook this game. And, you know, 
I don't think Coach is afraid to pull him if he's not playing well. He's got the options. He's got the, the depth to do it. I think he's going to do it. Mm-hmm. So, All uh, right, let's see. Alex, Kadari needs to. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Kadari uh, uh, needs to be at, be the point. His passing is good, his size, his speed, and his defense. Also, his game reminds me of Tyus Battle. Yeah, I mean, a little bit. A little bit. I mean, he's more of a – what would you say, Joe? Kadari. What would what? you? What would you? What other? What former player would you compare him to? No. Oh. It's kind of tough, right? To be as it to, is to, because it is. It, it, he's almost like his own thing because of what he does on on defense. I think he's going to be throughout the years. At the end of his career at Syracuse, he's going to be possibly one of the best defensive players we've seen in probably decades i mean let's you know he's young he's smart he's good so all right yeah i mean that's i'm there's a couple of people with a couple different like i said he kind of reminds me a little bit of tyler ennis a little bit but defensively he's a little bit of quat duaney but at the same time he really doesn't have the scoring of those guys. I, I know. So, that's the thing. Right it's now, like, he's kind of his own thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He is kind of his own I'm thing. I'm all right with that. But, you know, as soon as he can get a mid-range, if he can get a solid mid-range jumper, that's going to be tough. And he's only going to make his way out even further. So uh, that's just the type of pro- progression you make from freshman to sophomore. And, uh, you know, how we talked about Quincy and you said, like, you know, enjoy him while he's here. I wouldn't be surprised yeah, if yeah. we're not having that conversation next year about him. Yeah, probably without a doubt. All right, we will be back with the rest of fan feedback, and we'll let you know what we think about Virginia Tech after this. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. JJ has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard, BMW, the ultimate driving machine. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. 
So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. All right, one more thing. Bet online. Look, we mentioned it already. Football. You got three more games in the NFL. You got NASCAR coming up and you've got um the nba and hockey all of these all of these things are available for you at bet online 
You can get in on all the action there at betonline.net. They're going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head over to BetOnline today. Use the promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all of the great sign-up bonuses. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Thank you, BetOnline. All right, we continue here on Facebook with top fan Jesse this one game this one game that we won by 26 where Joe puts up good numbers totally makes up for the seven games he shot us or nearly shot us out of uh, despite Kadari going 0 for 1 from the 3 he was still effective Kadari is better facilitator defender getting to the line in every other facet of the game than Joe's 34% shooting Jesse looked good Quince, uh, Jesse looked good Quincy always looks great yep um, I think Quincy had a small little drought, and then he does this, and then he comes back, and all of a sudden he's got 18 points. And you're like, holy cow, where the hell did that come from? And the, you could almost say the same for Buddy, because Joe was leading all scorers for quite some time. And then yep. and then here comes Buddy. Just He was hitting that mid-range jumper, Joe, and we were talking yep. on, on the, on the, during, the, during the game last night about how he could just not miss from there. And it's almost like, where is this? Like, we saw it last year because I remember it, but he just continually tries to shoot outside the arc. Not that he shouldn't do that, but he's so – he's he's deadly in there. 15, 18 foot, he's deadly. It's, it's something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's something. Well, that's so. what he – I think – and again, I think that's where he has to start. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. You know, I think this game – it's crazy how you go – what are we eight? Nine, what are we eleven games in? And you know, all of a sudden, like this game, I felt like I I learned so much more about this team. Or they showed me so much more than in this one game. It's crazy how how uh, how that goes. And that game, I mean, it was just a, it was a great game to watch. It was a great game to, um, mm-hmm. you know, it was a great win. So, anyways, uh, Robert seems practice help seems practice helps good to see Gerard finally kick it into gear. We heard coach talk about how Buddy and Joe, uh, they actually had COVID, so they couldn't play. Well, I I, I assumed one of them had to because everything's so harsh all the time. And you're going through all these quarantines and this and that, and, you know. I mean, you had to assume right. one of them had it at some point, right? And, I mean, I know it's a big surprise to the media or whatever, but, you know, it, I, it could take, you know, I had it. Okay. So let me just speak it from experience. You can get fatigued. I can't imagine being at practice. Like I didn't, there's no way I could have done that. And even as young and healthy as they are coming out of it, short breath, it's going to, sure. yeah, it's going to take them. It's going to take a while to condition yourself back. I don't think there's any question there. And it's something that I didn't even think about. I don't think, I don't know. Did you think about it, Joe? Well, I we really didn't, didn't know. About it. Yeah, I know. But I assume they had it though, but I just never crossed my mind to think, well, maybe it's because of that, you know? So you heard coach talk about it and you know. Um, it is what it is. Top fan here on Facebook. Edwards, yes. The zone was active. JG3 did what we know he can do. Going to take this win with some caution because Miami is undermanned. And this was a game Syracuse should win, I guess. But good all-around game. Hope Griffin bounces back. Really happy to see Jesse out there. He looked great. And the team seemed to look happy, too. Yeah, they were having fun. Uh, back, there was something I caught here. G- oh, yeah. To, to his point about Joe, we know he can do it. J- coach knows he can do it. We know he can do it. And 
like I've always said with him, it's a, I, th- I feel like it's a confidence thing. There was a couple of games where he was bad shooting and he shot a lot. And then there was a couple of games where he's bad shooting and he didn't shoot much at all. And so maybe it's a confidence thing. Maybe it's a rhythm thing. I don't know. But um, Mahir's right too, Joe. Then that's why I kind of prefaced the the rest of the show with, you know, is this an anomaly because it's Miami? Are they really that bad? I mean, they just did beat Louisville. You know, maybe they had an extremely good game out of the blue. But, you know, it's a game we should have won. This was a quad three win. It's not anything uh, to write home to mom about. But after losing as much as we have, it's good to have. But still, quad three win, you know. So yeah, it, it did boost the resume a little, though, according to Ken Palm and the net. So there's that. Yeah. Um, we, at, played, we played a good game, man. At Tony Staffieri on Twitter, true test will be if Beheim allows to what? Here, here we go. Here's a buy, seller hold. True test will be if Beheim allows what everyone I saw tonight control his personal decisions moving forward. So buy, seller hold, Joe. Buy, seller hold. Oh boy. Do we see? I'm, because it's not clear. I'm just going to make up my own out of this. Buy, seller hold. Do we see? What did Jesse play? Jesse played 23 minutes. Will we see 15 to 20 minutes a game out of Jesse going forward? Did he show coach enough? We all we all we all saw it. Uh, I think it's going to come down to a couple different factors. Obviously, if City B comes back, um, and again, I think it has to do with some matchup situations as well. If we're playing against three guard guy uh, teams, then there might not be a situation where he's going to get that many minutes. So who knows? It might've been fool's gold. Doljai gets a bunch of fouls. He comes in, plays great, but it's definitely going to give him a longer. I mean, Beheim's got a little bit more respect for him, obviously, and a little bit more confidence to be able to put him in there. So for the short term, it's definitely a possibility, but um, for the long term, there's just a couple of variables that just, you know, if he stops playing good, um, CDB comes back, some of those things, I don't see it, him hitting those minutes consistently. But for short term, absolutely. Yeah, I mean. Maybe not 15, 20. It's, I don't just, know. it's just, it just, it kills me how just at the, pre- and I'm not, I'm not trying to bag on a, I'm not trying to bag on coach or anything, but it kills me how after the last press conference and the loss to Pitt, He's just like no, they're not. He's not ready. No one's ready. No one's close to ready, right? So and then there's no answer. There's no answer. There's no answer. And then we go ahead and we put Jesse in, and he's got six six points and six rebounds. He plays great, and he he plays some valuable minutes in 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 a in a game that um you know we really needed. So I don't know what I'm 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 not taking anything out of those pressers anymore. That's what I. That's another thing Mm -hmm. I learned. You know, no, you can't. Yeah, at one, Kev Nash. One much needed win. Absolutely. Two, love seeing JG three move off the ball. I think everybody is on the same page there. He's so much better like that. And um, yeah, you know, we just got to somehow figure out how that continues. Three, Q continues to ball out. Four, love seeing Edwards get some minutes, even though those minutes only came because Dolajai was in foul trouble. I'll take it. Five, go orange. Yeah, I'll take it too, man. I'll take it too. It was, it was, it was, you know, uh, very, very much needed and um, just a situation that was a perfect storm for him coming in and being able to do that. So, yep. um, 
I, I love Kev. He's always got he's always got good good comments on Twitter, and we appreciate his feedback. So, um, all right, that is it for that. Um, look, <clears throat> the Orange. As I mentioned, they will host the 11-2, 16th-ranked Hokies this Saturday at noon. The all-time series sits at 10-5 and in favor of the Orange. Syracuse took the last meeting on, in January of last year, 71-69. Gerard, Beheim, and Sidibe. Dolajai and Hughes, your starting lineup. Buddy was twenty six. Uh, Buddy with twenty six points and Mark with eleven rebounds. The Syracuse Orange and Virginia Tech Hokies played for the first time in nineteen seventy six, with the Hokies winning the first two games of the series. Syracuse only played Virginia Tech three times when Virginia Tech was in the Big East, going three and zero, according to OrangeHoops.org. Joe, Virginia Tech, they're shooting thirty five percent from three. They're shooting 46% from the field and mediocre at best, 70% from the line. Uh, They sit 37th in Ken Palm rankings and 37th in the net, making this a quad one game at home. Joe, not a super tall team, but guard heavy, uh, like really guard heavy as far as I can see. And they they can shoot the rock and um, defense. Yeah, that's... That's kind of their MO, right? Uh, this is a far cry. I mean, he's just two years away, right? Mike Young came in for uh, for old Buzz. You know, I thought Buzz was going to be there for a little bit longer. But um, yeah, he came in from Wofford, and he brought in these uh, <laughs> the four guards you see as uh, sophomores this year between uh, Naheem Aline, who was there last year as a freshman who, who played, Tyrese Radford, we know him. 6-2 can board. Uh, Hunter Couture and Jalen Cohn, who we all know as well, because he came in and drained like six threes against us the first time we played them last year, and they ended up beating us. Um, so those four guards are all sophomores. They all got a bunch of playing time last year, and they can all kind of shoot the three other than – I mean, Radford, it's not really his his thing. But um, Radford and Aline, they start as long uh, along with Beattie who is a senior uh, guard. And um, they also brought in Mike Young, again, the coach uh, from Wofford. He brought uh, a forward over from Wofford that had to sit out last year and uh, another forward uh, from uh, Delaware, guy from Delaware, Justin Mutz, 6'7", 230. Uh, and he can actually step out and shoot the three. And the forward that he brought from uh, Wofford is uh, Keeve Aluma, and he's 6'9", 235, and he – leads the team in scoring and rebounding, I believe. So um, they're a little bit taller than they've been in the past, but uh, their main thing, like you said, they're they're pretty good at shooting threes, and, and it's the defense as well. Um, they also have a guy who I'm going to probably butcher his name, but David Negesson, um, which uh, he's from the Netherlands. He's a 6'9", 205-pound uh, freshman, and he's been getting uh, – the forward minutes off the bench. So that's kind of what you're looking at is you're looking at the starting five of Aluma, Mutz, Aline, Radford, and Beatty with uh, Negesson, Couture, and Cone coming off the bench. And um, a bunch of them shoot a bunch of threes, and mm-hmm. uh, they don't shoot as much as us. But They're effective uh, with their three-pointers. Yeah, there's they couple, are. There's a couple guys. And we all remember what Beatty did, wasn't it? No, no, wait, was who was Cone. it? It was Jalen Cohn. That's right, Jalen Cohn. Yeah, so you look at a team who's ranked 16th 
and they're 11 and two. Their only losses are against Penn State and Louisville, they beat and they're seven. on a three-game winning streak right now. They beat Notre Dame, Duke, and Wake Forest uh, three games in a row. Uh, they were supposed to play Boston College tonight, but it got canceled. They're postponed, so to speak. Um, but when you really look at it, uh, look at the numbers, like you said, Ken Palm, they're 37th and Ken Palm were 46. And when I look at the preview in the ESPN, uh, on the ESPN page, the ESPN page actually has us as a 63.7 to the, whatever, 36.3% for Virginia Tech. So, um, I don't know. I, I think it's one of those things where a lot of people, I think they had high uh, hopes and expectations for us, and um, we just kind of haven't fulfilled them. But uh, this is a team that we match up pretty good against, and as long as we just don't shoot ourselves in the foot, then I think we could be okay, but it's not going to be easy, obviously. This this, this would, is this, it would the be team a, that full court presses is in your yeah, face. Like yeah. we so it's that grimy defense that just wants you just want to go and strangle somebody. And it you know, we just have to use our length to our advantage. I think you're gonna see a lot of Kadari, I hope, I would think. And you yeah. know, um it's gonna be all about the defense. So you know It's tough. This is a tough is, lineup. It is a tough lineup, but because Aluma is one of the better players. I mean, he came from again Wofford, who they when Mike Young was there, they were just easily winning their conference and giving. I don't know if they won a game in in, in the tournament. They might have, but uh, they were giving teams fits in the tournament and easily winning their their conference. So um, he's got the recruits. He's obviously a good coach and. It's tough because it's deceiving because of their size. You're talking about a six nine forward, six seven forward plus guards. But Tyrese Radford last year, I don't know if you remember, as a six two freshman, he was he led the team in rebounds. So he's one of those guys that he finds the ball. He's got a nose for the ball. And um, with Aluma and this other um, uh, forward mutts, they um, the rebounding has gotten better to go along with the three point shooting and tough defense with the guard play. So as much as they, they they look small on paper when you look at the numbers, but when they're out there, they play a lot bigger than what they are. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see how behind plays this. Yeah, and, you know, obviously you look at it on paper and it seems reasonable, but because of their rank, it's intimidating, I guess. Um, and to see some of their wins, they also beat Villanova too, so – no, oh, yeah. I mean, Villanova, Clemson. Yeah. And Clemson. Uh, they beat Miami by two, but I mean, beating Duke. Uh, I mean, they've had some close ones. It's not like they've been blowing teams out, but. Yeah. They've been winning. Yeah. They've been staying healthy. They've been winning. And, and again, it's going to be tough. And hopefully, you know, maybe we do go big. Maybe we, I mean, I would like to see that, see what they do, uh, see how they match up between. Uh, you know, who's their guard that's going to guard Dolzhai or Garrier if we go deep or big, right? So Yeah, it's going to be like Garrier had his way last night or could have all night anyway. and Seemed like it, right? Yeah, it seemed like it. It seemed like almost too easy for him. I mean, you commented on his footwork and everything and how well he just maneuvers around the rim and everywhere else. I mean, you know, if – if he's got a if he if if he gets mismatched with someone, they just need to expose it. 
Make yeah. them fix and it. And he's got to be, yeah, and he's got to be doing that before he steps out and just falls in love with the three for the game. Yes. Well, we don't. No one needs to fall in love with the three either. By the way, right. I mean, let's just no. keep doing what we're doing. What we've been doing is hitting twos and just playing good defense. That's what really yeah. what we've been doing. Well, and when you hit the twos good and you move the ball around and you're hitting a high percentage uh, inside the arc, then that just opens up open threes. Yeah. So you got to kind of just let it play out. Don't let, force it. Just yeah. let it play out. Let it play out and, 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 and basically build up to it because, you know, they can hit the, the three. but And they'll you know, be there. And they'll be there. And there were some bad early shots. That's one thing that I can't stand into Coach's point and your po- point that you just made just now. They got to get the ball movement. And it's all – I think that's it. You know, use some of the clock. I mean, not everything has to be, unless it's a fast break, it doesn't have to be within the first five seconds of the shot clock. Yeah. You know, I mean, I can understand a heat check every once in a while, right? But sure. I mean, if you have it, not just for, you know, the hell of it, but yeah. No, yeah, but I'm saying you've hit a bunch in a row, a couple in a row, and you're feeling it. Okay. I don't mind Joe coming down and, and shooting something five feet outside of three point line if you just made two or three in a row, right? Right. Yeah. Well, that's another. We'll we'll talk about that if it happens. Okay. Thank I'm you. I know. I and I agree with you. Thank you to everybody who participated in fan feedback, man. We really appreciate it. I had some good stuff this week or this game. Mm-hmm. And also, by the way, you want to throw the buy seller holds in there, man. Go ahead. I would love yeah. to get more of those to come through. And I will be looking at those first if you if you want to send them. We appreciate it, man. I love all you yeah. guys. We can use them against James, right? Yeah, that's right. By the way, gotta get gotta get James back. Gotta get him back. I think hey, he's itching to come back. So heads up, by the way, uh, number twenty three, Syracuse Orange women play number yes. one Louisville tomorrow. Oh yeah, we well we talked oh, we talked about that yeah. last night. Didn't we? Nine, yeah, yeah, nine okay. p.m. on ESPN two. If you're interested, yep. yep, the Orange women on a tear right now, just taking it to them. Uh, took it to Miami, took it to UNC, and uh, hopefully take it to Louisville. So that would be excellent. Um, yeah. All right. Maybe we'll see you Saturday. We'll definitely see you Sunday. Uh, thank you to Bet Online. Yeah. Thanks to all of you once again. For Joe, I'm Sean. We're out. Peace.